This is episode 45, Keeping It Social, part three. Hey everyone, welcome to SLP's Wine and Cheese. I'm Maria. I'm Deb. And here's our podcast. It's for the realistic SLP. Is it? I think. I think so as well. Yeah. Okay. That was our intention. Yes. A year ago when we started this. Right. Yes. Did you see that um, the, it popped up on my memories with, um, it was us and SLP Toolkit, Sarah that and Lisa? That did come up on my memories as well. Mm-hmm. But that was such a fun and exciting day and it feels like so long ago but not it's so weird right yeah so much has happened but like in a good way exactly yes for those of you who haven't heard it it, that was episode two chat and sip with slp SLP toolkit Toolkit. yeah Yeah. we were into the rhyming thing we still are right? (laughs) kind of yeah still into the rhyming thing yeah so yes we're also into the wine thing sure are. yes of course some things never change (laughs) Well, that's because wine is classy. Mm-hmm. It's a classic thing to do, to drink it. So what are we drinking? We're drinking another wine from Naked Winery. Woo-wee. Yeah, we're totally feeling them. We're getting naked. Yes, but not really. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Just really didn't want Or any- are we? You don't know. There's no visuals to this. This is an audio podcast. Okay, I'm not going to pretend to be nervous there. You know, I'm good with whatever <laughs> you're saying. I'm going to just, yeah, accept it. Yeah, you sip on the wine while I'm going to talk about it. How about that? Yes. So we're drinking Naked Winery wine, and it's called Vixen Syrah. I should probably know how to pronounce that, but I gave it my best. So it Syrah? Is it? I think. Probably. Mm -hmm. But what is Syrah? Do you know much about Syrah? It's a red wine. It is a red wine, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, this red wine has a very nice deep rich body and it does have a strong cherry and blackberry taste but i wouldn't say Mm. it's overly because that we have tried some wines where it was overwhelming especially the darker fruits but i felt like this was like such a great and non-overwhelming type of fruitiness and we paired it with this nice greek cheese one of our favorite cheeses gefalo gaviera which is not too salty, and I feel like it paired so nicely, right? I feel yeah. like this is like a relaxing wine, mm-hmm. and this is like a kind of wine you just want to like stay on your couch and like eat it, eat cheese and drink it. Yes, yeah. I loved that. This cheese, this cheese is really good. Yeah, you definitely liked it. Yeah. And Deb had Kalamata olives. Right. And turns out I have family in Kalamata. Hey, fam. Hey, fam. So if they're listening to this, you know, yasas tikanate, you know, just shout them out yep. in Greek. Say that five times fast. Yeah. Yasas tikanate, yasas tikanate, yasas tikanate, yasas tikanate, yasas tikanate. I got it. Good. Well done. Thank you very much. So I'm going to vote drink it. I vote drink it. Cheers. Oh, that was loud. Cheers. Much better. Cheers that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Don't you feel like classy drinking this? Oh, oh, well, I generally feel classy most of the time. Really? Yeah, I'm a pretty okay. classy person. Are you? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I mean, in my head I am, and that's all that matters, that's right? That's a good point. I what like- other people think about me is none of my business. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. I'm going to have to agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so actually, Naked Winery is offering our listeners 
a discount and a coupon code. The coupon code is code. The coupon code mm-hmm. is two separate words. Wine, W-I-N-E, not, well, wine, space, not. Right. And with that code, you get 15% off three or more wines plus. 50 or 15? 15. Oh, 15. Okay. Is, am I, is my speech slurred? Uh, a little. All Maybe right, you're a little drunk water. off the, with the naked wine. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not naked, though. Just, <laughs> just want to reiterate that. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm going to have some water then. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, good. We'll edit that out. Or or not. <laughs> so 15% off three or more wines plus $10 shipping. I heard it now. 15. Okay, very nice. Yes. I, well done. Thank you. Um. So yeah, guys, check out their wine. It's some pretty good wine. Yeah. So what's going on with you? Um, well, you know, just living the dream. And, uh, so I just finished being a college professor for my first semester. Cheers. Cheers. It was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Yep. I hope to do it again. Um, if you I will. do get asked back, I'm going to get myself some Christian Louboutins. I think you have to say this. When I get asked back, I will get Louis, Louis Vuittons. And Louis Vuittons. Lou- Christian Louboutins. Excuse me. What's going on here? Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. What are you going to get? I'm going to get a pair of nude ones, I think. Not uh-huh. a not a giant heel cuz like I'm not trying to kill myself, but um, <laughs> or your feet. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really have I I don't have those type of skills to walk in like very high heels. Yes. So, um that's my plan. Mm-hmm. And uh like that plan? I f- my school is finished on June 14th, I believe. So okay. I'm almost done. Like the charter um, school, you mean? Yeah, the charter school. And I also signed up for a pediatric dysphagia course wow. in New Brunswick. Wow. And I'm taking that June 7th and June 8th. And I'm really going to start to continue my professional development in that area. That's wow. my intention. That's great. Yeah. That What does... Who was that course by or where? Like, what? Um, I can't recall the name of the okay, instructor, right. but it's at the the hospital. Oh, okay. In New Brunswick. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Thank you. Um, what was I going to say? I don't know. What's yeah. going on with you? Well, we're talking today about social stories and all that right. good stuff. Mm-hmm. So first, before we get into that, we just wanted to socialize with each other right so true just you know we're keeping it social right yeah exactly we're taking our there's own a lot of advice. levels to this there's a lot of levels to this <laughs> all about social stuff yeah um i am very very excited and slightly nervous no no i'm not gonna even say that word i'm very excited for our uh live show at the creek in the cave Woo! I yes. can't wait for that. It's going to be so fun. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't I didn't have a nightmare about it or anything. Oh, that's no. not what you told me. Yeah, I did. So I had a nightmare. I guess it's going to help to talk about that I was so late and I couldn't make it. Oh, dear. And I think that's like because I'm very big into dreams. Right. And, and you're very big into lateness. That's also correct. <laughs> um, two passions, if you will. Yeah. You know, two <laughs> things I do best. Yes. Sleep, dream, and be late. Yes. (laughs) Probably because I was sleeping. Right. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Try to squeeze in a nap. (laughs) I always squeeze in a nap. Like, it's (laughs) a necessity. Right. Yes. Um, So, I think it also had to do with that I sold my car. 
Congrats. So thank you. So I've been, you know, I took the train today to right. your place. I had to retrieve her from yes. the Fulton Mall. Thank you for that. But that was <laughs> nice. I got to see a different part of Brooklyn that I've never seen before. It's a great place. And Lots I, of shopping. Yes. Which I'll have more money to do now on less one less car payment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Until I get a car after the summer. But right. um and I think like when you, I, it's that like analogy, like when one door opens, another, when one door closes, another door opens mm-hmm. and I'm just excited for like change and stuff. And like, maybe I will start riding my bike places or walking places. Right. Too or bad just, you can't ride over the Verrazano Bridge. I thought that. Yeah. That would be, and I, I wouldn't ride here though. Cause you're pretty far out in Brooklyn. Just I rode from Times Square to Bay Ridge once. How and why? Because I had to get home and I had a bike. Okay. I took the, like, I rode my bike to uh, Times Square, but first I, I went several other places. Um, but then when I came home, I went straight home. Um, but it was, yeah. it was fine. It wasn't, it wasn't really that difficult. Did you have a lot of breaks in between? No, but um, the only time, I mean, the majority of Brooklyn is pretty flat, kind of, uh, except for the bridges. So that was like the most challenging part. But it wasn't okay. it wasn't that hard. And yeah. I didn't feel like so exhausted. My legs were tired the next day, but wow. it just felt, I like I like to feel exhausted legs. It makes me feel powerful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, great. I'm like a little bit scared of you now. Yeah. But in a you. good way. <laughs> so, yes. So also we are in a blue moon which at my yoga studio, they do like a blue moon practice. So I don't know if you know, but it's a blue moon today, actually. And what the blue moon symbolizes. Hold on, there's a motorcycle. I'm sure this can hear that. Okay, now tell us about the blue moon. Motorcycles are a good sign. Oh, God. Strengthening relationships and defining healthy boundaries is highly supportive. That's what the blue moon is. Yes, so I don't know about you, but I've been getting some people messaging me on Instagram about our last episode because we talked a lot about advocacy mm-hmm. and our role in the field with being an advocate for our students, for ourselves. So um, I got a message that I thought was interesting and I wanted to share. Oh, let's hear it. Yes. So I had an SLP, which I don't know if she wants to be named, so I just won't name her. Just to be conservative okay so she expressed some concern of how she has a student with the device and she's noticing the teacher isn't using it across all environments so she did feel frustration which rightfully so you know i'm i've been in that boat before and i will probably be in that boat again and i could be in that boat right now if i really rack my brain and think about it right So I gave her some tips, which I thought were helpful. I mean, I hope I was helpful. So I told her, first and foremost, you got to pick and choose your battles. Right. (laughs) So, you know, if this teacher is kind of using it like 80% of the day, 90% of the day, a little bit more, like, all right, start with that. Build on it. You know, don't just like kind of hammer her away, like, or him, like the teacher. Mm -hmm. Like, don't always just start with a negative You know, like give the teacher some credit. You know, you got to like look at it from that point. Like, all right, she's not that bad. Right. You know, like, right. Let's how can we make it better, though? How can we work towards a better, better progress or more usage of the device? Mm -hmm. But all right, at least we're on this track. And then I told her, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint, which we've said that before, too. Yes. 
I also think, though, like, if you want someone to do something that you want, it's best to cater to their best interest. So instead of being like, uh, this is a device and uh, you have to use it. Right. Then you should be like, oh, this is going to make your life easier because it's going to increase this person's ability to participate in your activities. Exactly. And then maybe people are being um, avoidant of your device because they don't know how to use it. And Mm -hmm. that's when the SLP should just step in there and just model. That's what I said. Yes. Which I think I'm not like trying to knock down this SLP. Mm -hmm. She totally does. And I told her like, oh, you should push in. And she was just like, yeah, I do. Maybe I'll do this. So like, I feel like our conversation kind of helped her think, you know, she knows better. Obviously she knows what she's doing. She's got to do some misdirection like a magician. Like, woo, look, it's a rabbit. I pulled it out of the hat. (laughs) Like, Okay. This kid just asked for a toy. Yeah. Can you believe it? Let's do it again. Right. Oh my goodness. He's talking yeah. up a storm. I think she, try it. I think she gets it though, you know? Because <laughs> when I talked to her about it, she was like, Yeah, you know, this. So it seems like she's like very motivated, you know? Mm-hmm. And like she really wants this kid to use the device because this student was using the device with her really well. And she just wants this kid to be, you know meeting their potential which i get you know right so um i was telling her that to model the device which she said she already does and maybe she'll do it a little more yeah and then with, um, some, with some spirit fingers yeah with some spirit fingers <laughs> yeah. i think she's got it though yeah. i told her i was like girl you got it you know i had like, a concerned listener yeah question so, but were you I feel like that's it. Her and I kind of like agreed and, you know, because I've been in that boat before, too. And I'm sure so many SLPs have. Yes. I mean, not me because I don't have anyone with a device. It's all right. But in other capacities, certainly. Exactly. Um, This SLP here is uh, she is almost a CF and she's struggling with goal writing and IEPs. You Uh should have been in my college courses because I drilled that into everyone's head. Yes, she Um, did. Also, fluency evals because I've never done one. So really, that's what it says there. Oh, I thought no, that was you haven't done one. I was like, what? Um, But what I did want to share, one of my students, one of my grad students, we had um, my last assignment. I had them do well. One of the last was uh, to create a goal bank. Yep. And um, they actually, a couple of them went to a stuttering workshop. And the person who ran the workshop talked about uh, having a goal about stuttering forward. So instead of making all of the goals about like fluency shaping techniques, this goal was targeting um, stuttering forward through their uh, expression so that they can get through it instead of letting it hold them back. And I liked that goal. I don't remember the exact wording of it. Isn't stuttering shaping the stat though? That's unless I'm like. Wait, you confusing. mean fluency shaping? Yes. Like fluency shaping would be Sorry. like if you want to do easy onset, melodic intonation, mm-hmm. right. prolongation, yes. things like that. Like these are fluency shaping techniques. So that Got if it. I do these things, I might be like having an easier time to get them out. <laughs> You know, those Got are it. right. There we go. Mm-hmm. These are my fluency shaping techniques. Are they? They are. <laughs> okay. um, but and I think it's also important to encourage people to um, maintain control over their stutter. So I like that stutter forward goal. Okay. 
And um, I think it's important in goal writing, just a little aside, is that, you know, goals have three parts to it. There's the performance, the condition, and the criteria. Right. And time. And time. Right. But that's the smart goal part. I'm just talking about the goal part. Yes. So the performance is like Maria will what blank that's your increase eye contact oh i hate that goal (laughs) so (laughs) i know that's why i said it so So maria will provide an antonym for 50 given words i feel like you like that goal though i do i love antonyms and synonyms how it's like so great to expand vocabulary and increase receptive and expressive language so and it's an easy example so maria will that's her performance maria will provide an antonym for a give 50 given words um and then the condition is going to be um, like tier two vocabulary words. Like what kind of words is it going to be? And um, adjectives. I r- don't know. Right. I'm sure. Just, whatever it is. Yeah. So like the condition under which that's going to occur. And then with 80% accuracy, that's the criteria. And then like Maria was saying, all goals have to be smart goals. So they have to be specific, which is it's antonyms. You can't be more specific than that. Like we know what we're doing measurable you have to 50 you have to do of 50 80 percent you have to get correct um achievable which 50 is pretty reasonable for a year so there's Mm -hmm. our uh, relevant is it's going to increase expressive and receptive language and time bound it's one academic year right um and then also time bound i like to consider your uh schedule that you will track your progress so I like to do th- um, as measured by SLP data collection over three consecutive sessions mm-hmm. measured quarterly or monthly. Right. And uh, that's my advice about goal writing. That's a good one. Was that scattered? No. Okay. <laughs> Cheers to that Cheers. One. That was nice. Cheers. Okay. So we also talked about previous to this episode about eye contact goal. Right. Right. And how you dislike it. I hate that goal. Right. Just yeah. to get. I think that like it's something that people just put down on paper because they're unsure what to write. But um, one, I think that measuring eye contact is quite difficult and it's not something that's like uh, very possible to mm-hmm. do. Um, and then also two. It makes a lot of people uncomfortable, especially individuals on the spectrum. Yes. So it's it's like, why don't you teach them another strategy like looking at the nose or looking above the head, just like looking in that direction. Yeah. Um, and then three, I think just as SLPs, it's just good for all of us to work on eye contact with everyone. So if we just like as a PSA, just everyone be like, while you're working on your goals, make sure the kids are looking at you. Right. Then we can never have another crappy goal of <laughs> will demonstrate appropriate eye contact, which I don't know what that means. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> and what I was going to say about that interesting topic there mm-hmm. is um, we are like talking about just how you were talking about fluency forward. Right. Like yeah, stuttering forward, stuttering yeah. forward. Sorry. Like you, would, you just up. might be like. My drink is right here. Like, yeah. and you just keep going instead right. of letting that be something that uh, interrupts your entire conversation. Exactly, which mm-hmm. is sometimes eye contact interrupting. Look at me, look at me. And it's like, right. well, I'm like, what do you want me to do? Look at you, answer yeah. you, put the block here. Right, I'm sweating my now. Nose. I'm sweating. <laughs> I want to throw myself off the floor. Yeah, you're making me uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> so the same, I think, in my mind, I think 
my opinion is it's about like acceptance too you know so like when you're stuck when you're someone who stutters a part of therapy is like they have to accept that okay i stutter i am a stutterer and that's why a big part of stuttering therapy there that's a big part of that like you're gonna accept that this is who you are and that they're gonna feel ashamed yeah so similar with autism you have to accept that they're gonna have a difficult time with eye contact and it's research is showing i think i'm most likely don't always quote me, quote me, but I'm pretty sure right. <laughs> that it's because it's like overwhelming to them to like look at you and like focus and respond. So they don't always look at you, but that doesn't mean they're not like right. listening or not absorbing what right, you're saying. You. I also read a great blog post. I should have prepared and like remembered what this That's was, right. but um, the individual who wrote it was like, stop trying to make everyone typical. Not everyone is typical. Right. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> so that's stop. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's part of the autism acceptance. Yes. Like, okay, he's, he has autism. And this is another goal that's going to be a long-term goal, mm-hmm. you know? So maybe we could increase eye contact incidentally, but not in one year are they going to be like, complete 180 and like they're gonna always look at you now like all right right but we can teach them like social questions like what's your name how old are you where do you live for right. safety exactly. I, I like those goals for kids on the spectrum like if they god forbid ever got lost yes uh, they know? should know their address oh there's look at that timer. that's the time so we're gonna pause now for a quick commercial break Stay tuned because after the break, we're going to talk about social stories and pragmatic goals. This episode is brought to you by ThroatScope. ThroatScope is an illuminated tongue depressor and retraction tool. It's great for those very necessary oral mechanism exams. ThroatScope integrates a natural light source to promote complete intraoral illumination for improved patient examination and outcomes. It includes a reusable light handle that slides into a single-use tongue depressor. So, if you want to feel like a prepared SLP, you're going to want to keep your ThroatScope handy. If you want to know more about ThroatScope, head to www.throatscope.com. All right, we're talking goals now. Yes. Ready, Maria? I am. What's your social goal? Or do you want me to go first? I want to go first. Okay, you yeah, go first. Yeah, I like my goal. Okay. So this is a goal that I have created uh, on my own, essentially. Okay. Over time, mm-hmm. perhaps with some of my coworkers' input. Uh, so my goal, as I briefly mentioned before, instead of doing a goal for eye contact, which I've never done, mm-hmm. is um, to answer personal information questions. Because to me, that's a safety issue. If a student is, you know, God forbid, right. knock on wood, ever lost somewhere, lost in a supermarket, and a stranger can go up to them and say, what's your name? You know? Right. So the goal will be Deb. Mm-hmm will answer a minimum of five social questions or slash you could do personal information questions. And then you could break down the goals with um, which ones you're going to use. So I do the name, how old they are, their birthday, their address, teacher's name, mom's name, dad's name, dad phone number. It really depends on the student right. or the kid. So um, I like that goal because I feel like it's functional. Yep. They should know their name. And they relevant. Sh- and relevant. And safety. 
and all the reasons that eye contact is not. Right. <laughs> this is. This is the anti-eye contact But goal. we're not We're not even saying, like, no eye contact. We're just saying, right. like, don't write, you will use appropriate eye contact. I know. Don't yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like your goal. Right. My goal is Deborah will. Oh, I made my goal with the help of SLP Toolkit. I love SLP Toolkit. And if you don't have it, you need to get it. It makes your life so much easier. There's so many features. I love the goal writing generator. So I have Deborah will take a turn and wait appropriately for two play exchanges when given a visual cue scoring four out of in sorry in four out of five opportunities as measured by slp data collection over three consecutive sessions quarterly wow yeah that's a lot of information is it or did you just tune me out halfway through uh can i say both (laughs) yeah um i do want to say that they have a good eye contact goal Uh that i liked um on slp toolkit yes um but it's not like the one that i hated are you taking a video of i am um this one is deborah will make eye contact with a familiar adult or peer when greeted when given a visual prompt scoring um in four out of five opportunities as measured by slp data collection over three consecutive sessions quarterly got it okay that so that's fine so um that's very measurable and it's not using ambiguous terms like appropriate right. or typical or something right. like that. Mm-hmm. Good one. Thank okay. you. Okay, I liked it. So moving on, I wanted to tell our listeners about this new app. Well, new to me, this app called Podcoin. P-O-D-C-O-I-N. It's a free app and you get paid Listeners get paid to listen to podcasts. So stop what you're doing right now. I don't know know where you're listening to us. Unless you're in the car. Right. Yes. Pull over. Um, Download this app and then you can enter this code. I'll ask you for a code after you log in or sign up. And the code is wine. And you can listen to this podcast and you get you raise money for charity. So right, why so not listen to us on what is it? Podcoin. Yes. Podcoin. Yep. And uh, we'll post about it and stuff. So look out for that. But do it. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Exactly. Yeah. And also our one year anniversary show is going to be Friday, May 31st at the Creek in the Cave. Doors open at 730. Show starts at eight. Um, we are going to Maria and I will be hosting the show. Uh, we're going to talk about incorporating humor and speech therapy um and also utilizing like figurative language and rhetoric stuff like that um so that's what our topic is going to be and then in between our conversations we're going to have uh four comedians oh it's four now yeah four i booked four comedians wow um they're each gonna do eight to ten minutes Mm -hmm. and then after they're set They'll sit down with us and then uh we'll chat a bit. And I was thinking we'll give them like some speech sort assessments. of like assessments or like like cognitive language tasks, but we'll just make them like way more complicated, like like um auditory recall and like number sequences and we could see like how many numbers they can recall or something. Wow. Or doing like um I'm I'm not quite sure what I didn't 
planned yeah, this we're gonna, part yet. We're going to plan it. It'll be fun to like try to stump them and see like what they're Aww. good at. Um, I feel bad for them a little. They're though. probably all going to do very well. Oh, they're like they're they're good listeners. Generally comedians. Um, do you want to do the therapy and I just take the data like we did in clinic? Sure. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, pretty much what we did. The show yeah. is going to start at eight o'clock. The doors open at seven thirty. Um, thank you to everyone who already purchased tickets. And yes, you can buy tickets at the door, but to guarantee your seats, uh, we recommend buying them online because th- we really only have 60 seats. So if, if they get sold yeah. out, we don't have anywhere to put you. Um, yeah. Where are you going to go? Exactly. I don't know. Uh, we'll have a wine tasting. So yes, that'll look be out great. For that. And, uh, Maria, what else about the live We're going to have shirts. Oh, we'll have our shirts to give away. Yep. And uh, we hope to see everybody there. We're so excited. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, we can't wait to meet some of our listeners. So I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, Oh, the comedians. Should I say who the comedians are? Well, I know comedians sometimes could be a little flaky and cancel. So maybe not. No, these ones are not going to cancel. They're not. I I made sure I picked ones who aren't. Good. Um, So we have (laughs) Ashley Hamilton and she's got a podcast called something. It's something like, wait one second. We're talking about Britney Spears and it's the only Britney Spears podcast. Okay. Um, She's super funny. We have Molly Austin from Comedy Central. We have Nimesh Patel from Saturday Night Live and Seth Meyers. And we have Mike Racine from Comedy Central and Conan O'Brien and uh, Canadian HBO. Go Mike, <laughs> a.k.a. Deb's future man. Right. Well, he's right. my current man. Well, you I'm know, just what waiting I mean? I, for my diamond ring. That's what I wasn't going to mention, <laughs> yeah. but you just did. So, yeah. Yeah. He tells me every day it's coming. Oh, everyone will know when it's here. Will I know? <laughs> yes. Okay, Everyone I want like know. a special like. Okay, FaceTime. I'll tell you first. Thank you. Oh, mm-hmm. that would be lovely. Yeah, okay. You're Thank you. So we hope to see everybody at the Creek in the Cave Friday, May thirty first, and it will be fun for your non SLP friends because uh, the comedians are going to do their regular jokes that they already wrote that they perform nightly. So um, yeah, bring your Tinder date. Right. <laughs> bring your Tinder date. Why? wine not right and you can ditch him if you don't like him because there'll be there's like foosball downstairs and pinball so yeah he can occupy himself and i feel like we're really good at like navigating social scenes so you guys like our listener can come up to us and be like oh my god he or she is terrible like you know get rid of him or her and we're gonna be like hey you you know and we got that yeah so, I, I mean i don't know if i've got that but maria seems confident in that I'm area very confident <laughs> in navigating terrible dates good thank you you must have some experience there <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> okay also if you're not following us on instagram our handle is slp's wine and cheese pod underscore between each word at Maria Katsonis S oh no Maria Katz right SLP and Deborah I'm Deborah Brooks, Brooks CCC SLP great okay so next segment we're gonna talk about a whole segment on just tips and tricks of how to target specific social skills mm-hmm. so in our other episodes we talked about social stories so Deb and I were going to read some examples of what a social story should sound like Mm -hmm. or what we think it should sound like obviously they need to be tailor-made to the student as much as possible right and whatever skills that they require so i want you to go first though because you're the pro and then mine can just be like the joke that thought it was right 
um, the joke after thought it was right because you're the pro you're I like whenever anybody uh, messages me on instagram and it's uh something asd related i'm okay. like you need to go message Maria. oh okay yes you know because right. somebody once told me like a good lawyer doesn't know everything but a good lawyer knows where to find that information oh okay and i know so i don't know now too i always wanted to be me too wait what we we're never twins realized this this is creepy but yeah so i don't know everything but i do know where that information can be found that's good you know how to refer yeah that's what uh uh pcp doctors do primary care physicians mm-hmm. and there's a stand-up the the guy from Hangover. Yeah, he hasn't been a doctor in forever. I though. know, but he's like, I was a primary care physician. Like, whatever. I was just like, I don't know what your problem is. Go to this person. Right, refer, refer. So, exactly. So, the title of this social story is Going Down the Slide. As Wait. per our la- last... It's a callback. Yes, callback. Our last episodes. Yes. So, yes, yeah, so if you're listening to this and you haven't heard episode one and two, part one and two, we recommend that you do that. Yes. So the title will be going down the slide, and then ideally there will be a picture of the student with the slide, maybe standing right. next to it, on it, whatever, near it. I'm just going to read my story and not talk about the pictures, I don't, because I didn't make pictures. I just read a, I just right. made a story. The pictures are in my head. Right. You know? Yeah, the pictures are in the listener's head, too. Just picture this. Exactly. And also, I've done before is I had the student, if they were able to, draw their own pictures right. of it. You know? hmm So why not? So, going down the slide can feel exciting. I feel excited because my body feels jumpy or jittery. So you're labeling the emotions and the how they're presenting right so if they're like jumping up and down or feeling jittery you're giving you're providing and you're modeling appropriate language and explaining essentially what's going on Mm -hmm. physically in their body and in their head you know mentally okay three page three or page two you count the cover my friends feel excited too about the slide or my friends feel excited about the slide too would probably be better either one <laughs> then the next page will go for oh and that picture could be like their friend on the slide right right so having like three kids ahead of them yeah something like that or like yeah. someone like because it's showing them oh, okay they're excited too like so you're just adding always a visual that's like mm-hmm. my number one thing Add the visual of, okay, you know, they're on the slide too. They're feeling excited as well. First, so this is providing the sequence of what they should do. So, again, like we talked about, if you're explaining a certain behavior, you're going to have to also teach how you want to get that desired behavior of not pushing kids down the slide. Right. So first, I will climb up the stairs. Then I will wait my turn to go down the slide. And also the language is pretty um, direct, right? But it's not like babyish either. Because right. you still want to teach mm-hmm. vocabulary words, antonyms, right? Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> if someone is on the slide, I have to wait. And maybe this word I would like underline or something or italicize. This okay. Thing? Or bold it. Or bold it. This can feel dic- difficult. And then you don't want to always say, like, this is difficult. Like, it can feel difficult. I can take five deep breaths, reach for the clouds, or do five jumping jacks. So that this is where you're providing a 
solution. solution. Mm-hmm. We didn't even plan that word. Look yeah. at that. I felt you saying it. There you go. Once my friend or friends go down the slide and I see them, it's my turn. And I would put like an exclamation point. Like, great. Like, mm-hmm. I'm excited about this. I just waited and now I get to go down. I can say ready, set, go, and then slide down. I just always like to use go. So why not model some language? Right. Some core words. Yes. All about the core. I feel happy that I waited. None of my friends got hurt. And then this child or student, whatever, will be smiling or maybe like a thumbs up. Maybe they're like high-fiving their friend. You know, get some like good pictures in here. Yeah. And you can use authentic materials by taking pictures of the actual client that this story pertains to. Exactly. Given they have photo consent. Right. Last page conclusion. I waited, went on the slide, and no one got hurt. I'm so proud of myself. I can do this. I added that little extra because I feel like it's motivating and it's exciting. So the end. I love that story. Thank you. That well, was great. And now I feel like I have a much better understanding of social stories. Good. Um, I wrote a social story today. And um, this social story is for Maria. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that was going to happen at all. Okay. So Uh this is this is the social story. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Ready? I'm a little nervous. (laughs) I'm trying not to laugh. Are my pictures in it? No. Get out. Don't look. Oh, man. Okay. Listen. My pictures in it. No, it's just in my email. Okay. Okay. Ready? Sometimes in life, I have lots of places to be. But I can be on time. Oh, God. (laughs) Schedules help me stay organized. Mm -hmm. I can think about how much time a task will take and plan accordingly. It is important to plan realistically. When I only have an hour of free time, I can pick tasks that take an hour or less to complete. If I only have 30 minutes to spare, I'm like crying. You are. (laughs) I know. If I only have 30 minutes to spare, that's not enough time to do yoga, start cooking, or answer emails. Right. (laughs) It is important to choose tasks that that will only take the amount of time I have to spare. Right. When I plan ahead, I can figure out how much time it will take to (laughs) get to where I need to be. (laughs) Yes. I can... I can choose to plan only the amount of activities I can realistically a- accomplish. Good. I can stay on schedule without getting distracted. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a challenge. Do we star that page? You know, star it. Alarms can help remind me oh, it's time to go. I like that. My friends and family will be happy when I arrive on time. Good. If I say I will be ready at 5.30, that is not the same as 6.30. No. (laughs) It's not, though. It's only an hour. (laughs) When I am late, I feel rushed and stressed. That's true. But when I give myself enough time, I can be on time. Wow. The end. Okay. (laughs) Um, I want to say thank you. (laughs) I do. No, I wrote this for you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Cheers to my own... (laughs) Very own social story. I feel so special. Um, you are right. I am definitely a late person, uh, as evidenced by but my nightmare. But I think nightmare. it's just because you are just such an overachiever that yes. you're like, I can do all of this. But yes. I think that you need to be like, 
How much do I need to get done? How much time do I actually have? And does that fall into that block of time? Like Tetris. Like Tetris. Right. Does my activity fit into my spare time block? Right. No. No. (laughs) Yes. No. Okay. Are you mad that I was here late because I went to yoga? No, I told you to go to yoga. I thought it was great. It inspired me to write this very funny social story. That's true. I will (laughs) give it to Deb. Deb is like very nice and she like never gets mad. Probably should get mad more often. But I mean, no, I mean, I also had I cleaned my house, walked my dogs, entered my final grades and wrote this social story exactly so it's fine that you were late exactly that's what i'm like <laughs> well no i don't want to make you late. feel good about being late oh, all the time i know <laughs> right i'm just saying i can make the best of the time as long as i know when you're coming i'm t- i'm totally cool with when it is that's true yeah no but luckily you are very go with the flow like that right and i guess not everyone everyone is but i feel like all slps are late all the time because we all have so much to do and like let's why write a whole nother social story about how like being early is like a complete waste of time <laughs> okay like what am i early for like right. i could have done something with this 20 minutes okay. like i'm not trying to impress you yeah. like who, who is this person that i'm trying to right. impress? unless you're on a job interview i don't well then they i'm not going to set up unrealistic expectations for that future employer oh okay. i am going to be on time okay well five might, minutes they five say minutes five is minutes. fine that's the same thing yeah. but like 15 or 20 no okay i'm not early to things but um I think that all SLPs are late. And my number one uh, tip for that is really like thinking to yourself, how much time do I have to spare? And how long is that activity that I have planned? Will that fit into the spare time block that I have? And if it won't, then you need to not do that or just like do something else. And I feel like that's just something that I implement in my life. So that's my social story tip or trick. Good. My social story tip or trick to sum it up is uh, to be on time. No, I'm kidding. Is uh, I like that you gave a solution, like set timers. And you're right. You know what? I should do that more. Uh, Like, okay, I'm going to have this much time to leave. So when this, like when my phone rings, like I got to get up and go. So like, right. But sometimes it's hard, like when all of things in life are so demanding, it's like hard for me to get out of bed in the morning. I can't get up. That's Um, true. So I can understand like I'm I'm not I am actually pretty good at being on time. But that's only because I really only accept things into my day that I can fit. Right. Yes. And I like make my day like a puzzle. But um, other than that, I mean, you you had to travel a far way to get here. So it's whatever. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. I do travel far for the podcast. But all SLPs are late all the time because our job requires us to do so many things. So it's just like the reality of the situation. Exactly. And that goes into our quote. We cannot change anything unless we accept it. Ah. And that's it. So if you're an SLP and you're on the go, even between like back to back sessions, like telling a teacher, telling, I don't know, the rehab manager, like, I'm late. Let's just accept it. Like, I'm going to be late. Exactly. And then what you both can agree on is that you are here. (laughs) Because you wouldn't be having that conversation. And I'm like, now you are prolonging this because I was ready. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Like, I showed up ready. I had my throat scope in hand. I was ready to go see that kid. Yes. I took my data. And you're trying to talk to me now, lecture me on being late. I know I'm late. I have a clock. 
Exactly. <laughs> but I do wear a watch every day. That helps. Another side note. You no, do? Get a watch. Not not right now. But I, I can't work. even tell time. Oh, okay. We should make you a little I story ask on Alexa that. all the time. Oh, you do. You do. Yeah. So on that note, everyone uh, who's in the New York slash tri-state area, we will see you on May 31st oh, yeah. at the Creek in the Cave at 7, 7.30. Should Between they get there 7.30 early? and 8. Yeah. I mean, like, it's get okay your f- if you're late. I'll well, understand at least. If you walk in late, like, who knows where you're going to sit and stuff. Um, last True. year, it sold out. So we had right. to, like, pull chairs in. Yeah. Um, but I would say, I mean, 7.45 is a good bet. We're going to have music starting at 745. Gabriel Mayers is going to be there. He's on iTunes. You can check him out. Cool. Um, And he's going to play. I think it's M-A-Y-E-R-S. Okay. uh, Gabriel. His Instagram is at Gabriel Mayers NYC. Um, And yeah, he's on iTunes. And uh, he's going to play from 745 to 8. And then he's going to do the intros and outros every time somebody gets on and off the stage. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'm looking forward to meeting him. All right. Me too. Everyone. I've never met him. Oh, okay. I just talked to him on Instagram. Is that your crush, by the way? He's my, well, like, I wouldn't say crush, but, like, I love this guy. I love his music. I saw him, like, on the subway. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then he started playing shows around the city, and then I would, like, see it on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, and I, I invited him to play at our show. So cool. I'm really excited. I'm excited to meet him. Yeah. Mike, watch out. You got competition. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Sayonara. And now a word from our sponsor. Hey, ladies. I'm kind of sort of loving and openly, admittingly fangirling y'all lovely duo of SLP's Wine and Cheese. Yes. And we love listening to your podcast, First Bite. Well, thank you. I'm Michelle Dawson, and I specialize in functional but fun treatment for medically fragile kiddos, especially for those that have feeding and swallowing impairments and who use AAC devices as part of their total communication plan. On my podcast, First Bite, we discuss all topics related to early intervention and pediatric speech therapy. We address those worrisome ethics and clinical supervision concerns, as well as jump into private practice ownership and really get into the nooks and crannies of all the things in between by interviewing guest experts in the field. Then, every fourth episode, we bring it back home to my Palmetto State by having evidence-based reviews of case studies or resources with my dear friend and colleague, Aaron Forward, who kind of sort of came up with this whole idea. First Bite is partnered with Speech Therapy PD, offering evidence-based content in a podcast. Each episode can count as one hour ASHA CEU. Find them on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Absolutely. And thanks for all you do and for spreading joy into the world. Cheers. Cheers.